we both have autonomous views and ideas and feelings, and, and those aren't going to align perfectly every single time. And so there are going to be times, even with the best intentions, that we get sideways or that we get into a fight, which means then it's really important to know how to do a good repair. Connecting Couples with the Real Emhoffs. Hey, I'm Angela Emhoff. And I'm Chad Emhoff. And we are the Real Emhoffs. And this is our Connecting Couples podcast, where we try to have connect points for couples to have conversations that help them have a more secure and attached bond. We've got a doozy of a topic this series. Oh, it's a hard one, you guys. And, and it's one that we all run into. It's something that we, we have to address, that every relationship probably that you have in, your, in, in life, uh, you'll have moments where there's distress, where there's hurt, where there's um, frustration. And so we're going to talk about that this series. We're going to spend some time on how do we repair our bond? How do we really um, be intentional about engaging around the places that hurt? Right. We love getting feedback from couples and some of the feedback we've got, you know, couples kind of really trying to work on um, catching their cycle, recognizing their part. And something we really like to say to couples is we're not promising that you'll never get in a fight again. We're not promising that you'll never get sideways. As a matter of fact, that's an impossible goal to have because we're two individual humans that while we come together and while we're two make one, that's the, the ideal uh, relationship we both have autonomous views and ideas and feelings, and, and those aren't going to align perfectly every single time. And we're not great always at expressing what's really going on underneath. That's something we're learning. And so there are going to be times, even with the best intentions, that we get sideways or that we get into a fight. So, so it's impossible to never fight, which means then it's really important to know how to do a good repair. And that's what this series is about, to, to help couples when it does get tense when it does go sideways to help couples come back to that moment and do a repair that's clean, that cleans the relationship up of any residue of that fight. Yeah. So distress is impossible to avoid. We're going to have moments where I want something or you want something and it doesn't align with the agenda of the other. And we're going to have to navigate that. We're going to have to kind of go through that together. And probably we won't agree on that. We won't agree on some of the things that, that come up. And so I want to say that sometimes people think of this, and like you said, like it's, oh, we would like to get to a place where we never have that. But the truth is, we have to have distress in relationship to build our bond, to believe that that you care about me enough to sacrifice something and have other wants and needs really um, makes me understand that you value my my desires. So if I want something and I get it and I understand that you need something else, um, or want something else and you've sacrificed for me, it lets our bond kind of grow. It also lets us repair. And it lets me say, oh man, you did this thing for me because you love me, because you want to be with me, not as a negotiating tactic or something. And so that tells me that you, that I matter, that I'm important to you. And, and the more we have these kind of interactions yeah. where we can kind of solidify that or prove that, the more and more that we get um, secure in our relationship. It's interesting because when couples first meet, like in that pre, pre-engagement pre phase, in the dating phase, it's still kind of lovey. It's still you really forgive a lot of offenses. You overlook a lot of things that maybe even there are yellow or red flags for, and you're like, oh, I'm in love. It's fine. And those are some of the very things that once you get into a relationship really start to affect the relationship. And so yeah. there's this idea that, um, if we never had conflict and the relationship was always just super easy, it, there, there is a belief that our body would hold that as long as things are easy, we'll be okay. But then when we're pressed, when we're squeezed, when some distress comes up, when circumstances come up that kind of bring out what's underneath who we are, 
Um, that's really where kind of the rubber meets the road. That's really where we yeah. have to go, okay, are we strong enough to overcome hard things, how you respond, how I respond. And we see this kind of unpack in relationships. Chad and I do uh, a premarital course that that really talks to couples that are in this pre-phase um, about some of the things that might come up in their relationship. But for the most part, this connecting couples yeah. is about people who have already been in relationship, already know that this stuff comes up. Maybe it's family of origin stuff, work stuff, uh, political stuff, religious stuff, all how to raise kids stuff, different views on different things. And, yep. and those things, money is a big one. Sex is a big one. These are topics that when they are, are brought up into the relationship can create a, can create friction yeah. and, and the ability to be able to represent what you believe about your side of that, that content, be heard, be respected and have that mutual understanding and, and be able to have a, um, a repair if it goes sideways. That's really where deep down I start to believe he is with me. He yeah. is with me in this stuff. We are together in this stuff. We're overcoming hard things together, getting stronger, moving forward. And the more we overcome, the more security I have that it's not going to break go, apart if yeah, it goes yeah. bad. Go, go, go this negative yeah. route. I'm, I'm thinking about the like a story or analogy for it, but it's like, um, you know, people that are in foxholes together, they tend to uh, remember each other. You're in a war and, and you're, you're hiding and trying to survive life together, trying to continue your life together. And, and it's a very distressing time. It's a very hard time. And probably you both have different opinions on how you should handle the situation. But, but guys who have been through war and have lived through it and, and have shared a foxhole, their bond is forever. Yeah. And I think a lot of us can can kind of think of times or places we've been where we went through something really hard, whether it's with a team at work or a team in, in school or or uh, a group of friends. We can think of times when we've been through hard things, and it's, it's almost um, a no-brainer in some ways that we need the distress or we need the heat, we need the energy to, to solidify this bond. The analogy you brought up that I really like is the muscle analogy. You know, in order for muscles to go, grow stronger – there needs to be like a, a tearing. Of yeah, they they're, what, what they're called. I think micro tears or micro. Uh, yeah, but 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 basically, you need distress. You need to distress. Yeah. Really, any organism for it to get stronger. Any any part of us has to put be put through some sort of distress for it to get better to get stronger. And I think that's true of relationship also. I think about people that haven't been through distress or relationships that haven't been kind of. Um, challenged or people that have had kind of charmed lives. You hear about that. I'm, I'm not sure if I know a lot of people in that exact <laughs> position. I don't think we do. But, but, uh, but it, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, I, I don't know what, what would we talk about if, if I didn't have some depth or some struggle to discuss with someone, it, it makes it a little bit tricky yeah. to, to kind of say, how do, how do we even, how do we even begin the conversation? How can I relate to you or how can you relate to me if we don't have some shared story of, of overcoming, of, of getting through a struggle, of, of my distress, your distress. And really, those are the moments that we have the best opportunity to show up for each other, yeah. right? You want to have a great bond. Show me a, you want to see a great bond. Show me a couple that has been through a lot Overcome and, and still has a, a love and a care and an engagement with one another. You know, Chad and I, when we were talking about this, really wanted to make sure that we kind of normalized that couples will have fights. Couples will have distress. Couples will go through hard things. And that is why we're doing this series on making a good repair. And so I think we've kind of qualified that it's going to happen. And now yeah. want to kind of talk about what an injury is in a relationship. When, uh, how do you define what needs a repair? How do you yeah. define 
how bad it is. I mean, because the range of offenses that happen in a relationship are anything from, you know, you didn't load the dishwasher to possibly an affair or uh, a huge grievance or what we would call an attachment injury where you didn't show up for your partner in their most needed time of distress. And so let's, let's talk about that for just a second. Sure. The, the degree or the, the spectrum of um, offenses. Or injuries, if that's the word we're going to well, use. Well, let's, let's start small, yeah, and then we'll go big. How about that? So, a little a little injury is is maybe like uh, you didn't put your dish in the dishwasher, <laughs> and it's like the tenth time you've done it yeah. this month or something. I don't know. And it's like, okay, well, wait a second. Is the dishes a pretty safe one that every couple on the planet? I think ex- so. Or taking out the trash. I think we all get our you know some yeah. th- spots over that. But yeah. maybe laundry where you you left your yeah. socks out or something. But but I'm like, I think most of us have this little like, ugh, that bugs me. Right. Yeah. Like it's like, it's a minor offense that it just isn't uh, a bit of a, a nuisance. It's like a mosquito bite. Uh, in some ways it's like, ugh, this will be gone in a couple of days and I really don't have to do much to it, but, but it's, it's gonna, it does bother me. It Almost makes me itch. Too, like your partner can go, I don't even know if this is big enough to bring up. While there is yeah. a little, uh, a little riff in your heart, a lot of those offenses sometimes can be overlooked or not even brought up. But yeah. I think there's a little bit of danger in that because if you don't bring it up, then it builds a little bit, like there's a little bit of residue. And that's, I think, what we're going to talk about in this series throughout the next uh, seven episodes, the idea that if you don't, it, it's a hard thing because you've, uh, you know, when we did the basic series and we did the staying tuned in series, we know that withdrawers tend to kind of avoid, pursuers tend to be critical. So here I am, I see this dish, I'm the pursuer. And I now know because I recognize the pursuer energy, right? That if I bring it up, it's only going to land like criticism and like you're getting it wrong. And so I'm trying yeah. my new move and I don't want to bring it up yet not bringing it up kind of builds. Yeah. And so then on Tuesday, you don't put the dish away. And then on Thursday, you don't put the dish away. And then on Saturday, I'm like, I can't take it anymore. I have to bring up the dishes. And now it's bigger than if I would have brought it up. So, Well, and then as a withdrawer, I'm like, the one day we had that we could have had a good day, now you want to fight. That's great. <laughs> bring up the dish on Saturday when we could have done something fun. No, but I'm like, we have to address the things. Yeah. And it, and little minor injuries are best addressed just right away. Yeah. Like, go, let's, let's. A minor thing like that, like, let's talk through this, okay. Yeah. And we can say, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you know what? I, I, and, and I realized I did that. Gosh, that was bad. Really with the dish? Right? Like, I'll yeah. say something like that. Or, or, yeah. And I mean, and, and, and it could be, you know, and, it, and hopefully it doesn't send me off. It's like, yeah. hopefully I can go, oh, you know what? Yeah, I did do that again. I apologize. And maybe I have good reasons or whatever, but it, it is, I'm able to engage with that. I'm yeah. able to say, you know what? Hey, I know that's hard for you. And we talked about in, in episode seven of our Staying Tuned In series, what it looks like to possibly catch your cycle mid-cycle. Yeah. So now that we're teaching a repair, let's say you do catch something mid-cycle, you can go, oh, wait a minute. You know, I'm just telling you that that dish kind of speaks to me or does this. There are new ways to to be able to bring up something that you could hold as an offense or be offended by. And the the reality too is that on a, any given day, I could have other stuff going on. I could be overwhelmed like as a mom or you could have something going on yeah. at work that feels heavy or we could have other uh, other issues and you just never know how you leaving a dish out doesn't bother me one day and then the next day it's like the biggest grievance imaginable. And it's really it's really easy to make it about the dish. So yeah. Angela even saying like Oh, really with the dish? <laughs> She's talking about a behavior, an action, a thing that's that literally exactly solved in less than say. 10 seconds. Yep. I mean, so it's not about the dish at that moment. Yep. So we're, we, we'll talk about that too as we kind of go on. But versus like our process, our internal kind of working 
um, feelings, yeah. our gut reaction versus, ah, oh, the dish. If you would have just done the dish, it's not about the dish, no. right? There, there's something going on inside that her. That speaks to me. We, you know, in the last uh, series, we talked about that temp idea, that meaning behind that dish leaving there is that maybe you don't care, you're yeah. not on my team, all the things that go on. But in that moment, what we're talking about in this series is the injury. And so there's that dish. And now I'm a little bothered. I'm offended. It's like Chad says, it's a mosquito bite. So that's one end of the spectrum is that it's really small and pretty much uh, easy to manage quickly if you do it. But let's go all the way to the other uh, other end of the spectrum. What's the... What are we talking about on the other end? Yeah. On the other end, I think it is, it's something that um, isn't so easily managed. It's something that really does speak directly to or confirm uh, uh, maybe a lie. Um, You know, I've heard people say it in in church circles, like, uh, you know, a lie from the enemy or um, something that's a negative belief or view of self, right? Like this idea that like, I am flawed in this way. And then you do that thing and it confirms my flawedness. Or it confirms my lack of worth or value or importance. I even want to flip that to the view of other, like as a pursuer, you know, we talked about, uh, in one of the, in one of the episodes, we talked about the, the idea that the pursuer thinks it's the withdrawer's fault and the withdrawer thinks it's the withdrawer's fault. Yeah. So you're talking kind of really about the view of self in the injury, but a lot of times a deep injury can make me confirm or solidify a a view I have about maybe my partner, like Uh, they just are never going to, I just can never count on them to show up for me or I just can't. Then it's, yeah. it pushes well, a different direction, but both are really bad. It's a deep seated belief. It, it's funny how intertwined those things yeah. are. It's funny how intertwined those things are. Cause if I believe that, that you are bad and will not show up for me, there is a view of me. Like why wouldn't he show yeah. up for me or why wouldn't Angela show up for yeah. me? But there is a view of you that says, and, and why do I deserve someone so bad that won't show up for me? Yeah. Like the, both of those things are right there, but and really can get practically. your relationship in a lot of trouble if yeah. you don't kind of sort through that. Yeah. Really practically what I'm talking about is, is, is probably an affair. It's probably something like that. It's probably like in the hospital, you're having a baby and, and the husband leaves, yeah. uh, doesn't show up or a partner just goes away. In right? the they therapeutic circles, yeah. a lot of times, especially in EFT, a therapist might, when they're first meeting you, do what we call an attachment injury assessment, where they're really trying to figure out if there are some deep-seated things. Uh, some some examples, like Chad is saying, let's say you don't go to your, uh, your partner has a, a major death in the family, a parent or a loved one, and you as the partner don't, don't show up for them in the way they feel that they need you to show up. That could be really painful. We work a lot of, in addiction circles. And so there, there are times when an addiction is the thing that yeah. keeps wrecking the, the marriage relationship and the trust that needs to be rebuilt. It, if that person goes again on a, on a relapse or a bender or something that really is offensive to the relationship, that's a major injury that has to kind of come back. So it could be all of those yeah. things. Those, it, they're called contraindicators that something that's against the security of. I want to, I want to see if I can work this out kind of right now a little bit, but so basically what we're talking about is a place where, um, you're vulnerable, right? You have a need. So like, I'm thinking about like a hospital bed or a relationship, right? Like if I'm, if I'm in a relationship, I'm, I'm making myself vulnerable. I'm in a committed thing with you. And and so love is risky. it is risky. Um, and so we're in this, this kind of committed relationship. We're in this kind of place where we have a need. I need you to, I need to believe that you're showing up for me. I need to believe that you're committed. I need to believe that you're going to be there if I need you, want you, and that we're going to get our, our needs and and desires met in this relationship. So I'm in this vulnerable state. 
a hospital bed, a relationship, um, or a commitment, right? Yeah. Or, or even, even like a death of a loved one. Like yeah. I'm in a, I'm in a grieving state. I've lost somebody who was a safe figure in my life and I need you to come support me in that. I may not even know I need you, right? Yeah. I might yeah. think that I'm tough enough, strong enough, good enough, whatever to get through it. But, but a lot of times what happens is you don't know that, or you can't show up for some reason and your kind of system comes online and you do whatever you need to do. Um, and and then I'm in this vulnerable state. You don't show up for that vulnerable state. So then I believe that's how this builds. I believe bad things about me. Either you're not worth it or I'm incapable. And both. both. Okay. I think I believe bad things about me, but that's too much to hold. Yeah. Right. That's, that's too much to just sit in that. And so I start to believe bad things about you. So then what do we do? A lot of times, if we don't get it right, we seal that off. Yeah. We kind of contain that in a way and just go away from it. Because if we open it up, there's this fear that if I really open this up and find out that this is the truth, this relationship isn't going to work and it might be the end of the relationship. So the safer thing to do there is just let's, we can get along with all the other things that we agree on. Let's never bring this up again or never talk about it. And there's these avoidance patterns in relationships around these big injuries. I, in my heart might say, if you've injured me, well, I can trust you in all other areas, but not this one. This isn't one I'm going to open my heart up to you for. And that can be really, I mean, that is what makes us possibility of a secure relationship impossible because deep down we, we think, man, accept this one thing. We're yeah. really well, good to accept this one thing. If we don't open that up, yeah. if we don't open that up, if we don't find, it's not just the one thing. Yeah. Eventually it becomes everything. Yes. And then all these little, yeah. you know, that confirmatory bias idea, all these little microaggressions, if we can call them, then the dish isn't just about the dish. The dish confirms you're not going to show up for me. You don't care about my needs. You don't care about, you're not there for me. You're not on my team. All these deep character beliefs about your partner that really man, they just start chipping away yeah. at a, a healthy bond. Um, and, and so we've got to find ways to, to kind of like engage that. Yeah. And it's not comfortable, you guys. No. This is not an easy thing. And if and I, I, would, I, would, I would venture to say that none of us want to do that to each other. Yeah. And, we, and honestly, if I know that I've done that to Angela, I feel shame and also kind of look at myself as, yeah. ugh, I'm bad I did that. But then also like, but, and then I try to rationalize and say, well, maybe she's bad because yeah. she put herself in that situation or some form or fashion yeah. of the thing. So, so let's get it to gets nasty on both sides. kind of a connect yeah. point on this first episode, because we're really just dropping the topic in. This series is, is about injuries and a good repair. Yeah. And so step one of this process is to say, okay, let's, it's almost like a scuba diving idea, right? Let's take a deep breath. We're about to go deep into our relationship and pull up some stuff that's been really scary that we haven't been able to address, that we haven't felt confident enough to be able to bring to the surface. And that's what we hope to walk you through. We hope to make this explicit enough that you know what a withdrawer does, what a pursuer does, what a good repair looks like. And so this first part, the connect point is just basically a commitment. Like, Hey, maybe there are some things that we, maybe it's that money topic. Maybe it's the in-law topic. Maybe it's the sex topic. Maybe it's whatever that topic is that we, that we've secretly agreed is off limits to discuss and we're going to consider discussing it. So this connect point for this is just to make a commitment to your partner to have the conversation that goes, we are ready to build a more secure relationship and we do need to possibly learn how to kind of clean up the places, the distressing spots or the places where there's been an injury. Let me, let me jump into Angela. Yeah. Uh, 
what you're saying and, and what I'm not, what I am not saying this, just to be clear, if there is something that's a huge injury in your life, if it's one of these on the other end of the spectrum, yeah, the heaviest big ones. injuries, affairs, um, times when you were left times when, you know, that, that you can't even touch, don't open that up. Yeah. Get in with somebody, get in with a therapist, get in with somebody where you can sit down or somebody that you trust that you knows, know can navigate these places. Sit down with them and let's open that up. If we want to have a deeper relationship, it's required. But if it's something smaller, if it's something that 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 maybe we could work through, more like the mosquito bite side yeah, of things, yeah. all right, it, it, let's try to be open with each other. And say, hey, not just talk about the sock, not just talk about the dish, but I'm going to try to examine my my real belief about yeah. me. I'm going to try to let you into what that does to me. And, and we'll try to stay in the fight. And then we'll try to make a better repair around some of that yeah. stuff. And we're going to walk you through that in this series. We're going to continue to engage with that and kind of lay that out for yeah. you. So. so stay tuned for the rest of the episodes. We look forward to kind of walking you through what an injury is and what it looks like to have a good repair. Thanks for being with us. Thanks.